Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For cables, connectors, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And buy the ham station. Get your new radio or antenna by calling 800-729-4373 or go to hamstation.com. It's Ham Radio. We are back. Good evening, everyone. It's Ham Talk Live number 73, as a matter of fact. So an extra 73 to everybody out there. Uh, tonight we're talking about NetLogger with the uh, current author, John Marvin, AC0ZG. Recorded live on Thursday, July 13th, 2017. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to yet another episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, it's John Marvin, AC0ZG, the author of NetLogger, and uh, we're going to talk about how it works and how to use it with your net. So we'll take your calls as well, as we always do, live in just a few minutes. And uh, last week, our guest was Joe Eisenberg, K0NEB, and uh, he was talking about some new kits and some ways to make kit building easier. So if you missed out on that, you can always go to our website, hamtalklive.com, and uh, you can listen to it on demand there. And if you have one of those podcast apps on your phone, uh, you can go over to any of those podcast apps, and we're pretty much on all of them. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, and iHeartRadio are the big ones, but uh, Google Play, TuneIn, SoundCloud, YouTube, and then there's some others that, that take feeds off of those. So um, just about all the podcast apps, you will find us on there. So uh, be thinking of your net questions and net logger questions and uh, once we do a short interview with john here you can give us a call and i'll go ahead and give you the telephone number it's 812 net ham one 812-638-4261 or you can skype us just look for ham talk live on skype or you can send us a question via twitter even right now um, and our Twitter handle is at HamTalkLive. So if you uh, think of a question, go ahead and, and fire that at us on one of those methods. And um, here in a little bit, I'll let you know when the phone lines are open. 
and uh, we'll start taking the calls as well. So I'll be back with John AC0ZG right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you in part by Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics has been the Ham's dime store since 1978. When you need connectors, mobile and handheld antennas, cables, or adapters, visit Scott or Jill at a Hamfest near you. Or you can order online at pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Stock up on those supplies like PL-259 and end connectors, SMA adapters, audio cables, soldering supplies, mobile antennas, and hand Sticks. Their silver plated in connectors are even used on the International Space Station. Tower Electronics carries MFJ, Comet, Daiwa, OPEC, Workman, and Hampro products. And don't miss their 0% off sale going on now. Tower Electronics online at pl 259.com. Proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. Ham Talk Live is on your side with traffic and weather together on the 8s. Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics have all your connectors, soldering supplies, adapters, all that kind of stuff. And they help bring you Ham Talk Live each week. They're taking July to visit with some family and friends, but they'll be back on the Hamfest circuit real soon. They'll be in Berryville, Virginia on August 6th, Huntington, West Virginia, August 12th. Huntsville, Alabama on August 19th and 20th and hope to see them myself there. And then Shelby, North Carolina is coming up on September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. But if you need them in the meantime or you're not going to make it to one of those, their phone number is 920-435-2973 or you can visit them at pl-259.com. And tell them you heard it on Ham Talk Live. We're here every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern at hamtalklive.com. John Marvin, AC0ZG, resides in Fort Collins, Colorado. And uh, John enjoys the technical aspects of ham radio, especially software-defined radio. And um, he spends a lot of his time tinkering with hardware and software, uh, a little more than, than he is actually on the air. Um, and like me, John's a, a night owl. So uh, if you want to find him on the air, uh, late at night is usually when he's on, on 40. And um, he is the author of the client of NetLogger, which is uh, software designed to help nets keep track of who's checked in and various information that they collect. So good evening, John, and thanks for coming on Ham Talk Live. Well, good evening to you too, and thanks for having me. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, NetLogger, and you were telling me a little bit of the history of this uh, uh, before the show. So, why don't you fill everybody in on how NetLogger got its start and what its purpose is? So, originally, um, it was written by uh, NWHWQ, as Chris Gearhart, who was the original author of the first version of NetLogger. And that was, I think, even pre-2000 um, when the first versions came out. Um, and, uh, you know, he maintained it for a while and then gave up support on it and had been using it for Nets 
for a long time with no with no support. Um, and then when I first uh, got my ham license in 2012, I got involved in a net that was using it, and uh, you know really appreciated the uh, the help it gave to running the net, and uh, decided though that it would be nice to make some improvements. And I kind of looked into what that involved and realized it's a big project, but I pretty much wrote it, wrote a new version from scratch with the, uh, uh, I did actually get, talk to Chris and he was, you know, happy to let me try as a lot of other people had tried before me and, uh, hadn't completed it, but, uh, I kept going and got it out there and, uh, been improving it ever since. Um, so basically what, NetLogger is is a kind of a combination of three different programs in a sense. Um, the primary and most important part is the you know the, the net tracking, where the uh, where an NCS um, it could be actually it could be somebody who's not the actual um, net control, but I'll I'll just use NCS in general because it could, sometimes you could just have someone else logging it and the NCS not having any involvement at all with the actual program. But but the NCS would then would then uh, you know, as it gets check-ins, enter them into the check-ins window, um, and there's some aids to filling out the information. They can just he has to enter the call sign, and um, potentially if he's got a QRZ account, it'll, it'll, it'll add a bunch of other stuff. Um, but it shows who's checked in, um, and so uh, users who then are monitoring that net um, can then see who's checked in, and they may not. Here and they may not hear the NCS all that well, so it's useful to see you know the, the list of people. Um, and once once the net starts going and then people checked in, it also shows you whose turn it currently is in a turn type of you know turn based kind of net. Um, and uh, that is very useful for uh, you know keeping track of where things are. Uh, the second part of the program is is an actual logging program, which is similar to you know I mean, a lot of uh, online lo- uh, logging programs. Um, it's probably not as full featured as some of the others, but uh, one of the advantages of it is that it um, it works together with this tracking, so that you can keep track of um, people you've already made contacts with. In, in the case of an awards based net, which is the uh, primary user of NetLogger are some of the bigger um, awards-based nets like uh, the OMIS and uh, 3905 uh, Century Club um, and uh, some other, you know, a whole bunch of other nets that actually use the software. Um, but you'd like to know when you, you know, see that check-in list, it's nice to have, you know, notation that says, oh, you know, I've already, you know, contacted these people or these states. And you can say, oh, here's some states I haven't, I haven't uh, made contact with if it's a work called states type of net. Um, so that's so that's useful to have that. And some people use it as a primary logger. Others export the context to their regular logger. But that's kind of the second aspect of it. And the uh, third aspect is a uh, kind of a chat uh, program. It's we call it o- almost instant messaging. It's uh, because it's um, it's based on polling, so it only it only kind of updates once every twenty seconds. Uh, but it's a uh, useful sometimes for um, kind of a sideband. For you know, sometimes the NCS will um, maybe do checkouts or, or you know ask questions for people while the net's running on 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 the air. Um, but also it's a social thing for a lot of uh, nets. Um, if you're in, in some of these nets, you get, you know, 100 check-ins or more. Um, you can be waiting for, you know, half hour, an hour between turns. And it's a, just a kind of a way of learning more about the people involved in the net. It kind of develops community within the net. Um, so it's a it's a nice, you know, adjunct, you know, to be to that's there to, you know, do, the, do that function while you're waiting for your turn for the actual – Main purposes, of course, yam radio online. I mean, not online, on the air, and that and it's just another 
thing that's on the side there. Um, let me see. And I'm, I'm thinking to, you could sure. use that for, for instance, our, our local net. Um, and, and just to give an example, this week, uh, the net control uh, had some issues getting into the repeater. And I was the backup net control. So mm-hmm. um, I could get on there and type him a message and say, hey, you're, you know, you need to, you know, get in a different location because you're not getting in. Or maybe I pick up a call sign that the net control doesn't get right. Maybe they got the wrong phonetics and, and, and they, they figured it out incorrectly. And so I can jump in there and, and just type on his screen, hey, you know, this was a you know Sierra not Foxtrot or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Very good. And just just another aspect I wanted to you know I want to give a shout out also to the uh, the John Dean who's K zero JDD because you know I wrote the client software but all the, cl- the the clients all talk to a server which is running you know a, the the server software that's uh, running on you know a variety of NetLogger servers and that was all written by. John Dean. I mean, the original version was also written by Chris Gearhart, but that was all written in uh, um, uh, Perl, which probably wouldn't have handled some of the size of the nets that we have now. Um, you know, so the John Dean wrote a much more uh, um, robust version of the server that runs in, on you know, in PHP and and run yeah, and uses a, a, a database backend to you know keep everything um, going. Very good. So, um, <clears throat> what kinds of nets? Um, do you see using this? Um, there's a lot of different types of nets. As I mentioned, though, the, the biggest use is um, awards nets, work, and particularly worked all states um, awards nets. Uh, the, there's OMIS uh, that uses it, and they're one of the bigger users. Um, 3905 Century Club is probably just uh, now is probably just as, uh, just as much of a, a big time user of, uh, of NetLogger. There are there are others that are. Um, kind of halfway between, like there's the YL system, which uh, does do awards, but their one of their primary uh, goals has been just to be, they run a net. It starts early in the morning, and they have two hour sessions and goes all day long on 20 meters on the same frequency. Um, and because part of their their function is to be there on a known frequency to aid people, um, so uh, so that you know they're. Any net would hopefully, you know, aid, aid somebody who was, had some kind of emergency situation. But they're, but that's one of their, that's one of their functions. And they're, they're a lot more informal, a lot more social. Um, but they do, do they do also do do awards. Um, and, and and again, there are other um, kind of more almost rag chew type nets where people get together as kind of a, a community. Um, I think I'm thinking like a group called the Moonlighters, for instance. Um, and there are a lot of. Uh, 39.5 and Momis run multiple nets per day, um, and, and some and some even more on the weekend. Um, and, uh, they're all single side. Omis runs all single sideband nets. 39.5 also runs a CW, RTTY, and you know P- PSK uh, nets also. Um, but uh, some some other clubs uh, run only one net a day or maybe one net a week. Um, and there also are some more localized nets uh, that aren't don't run on the uh, um, you know, you run on uh, VHF that are like Aries type nets. Uh, you'll see some of those uh, show up. So yeah, there's a lot of different. Uh, you know, it'll you can help with just about any type of net. Um, but those the big users, as I said, are the, are the awards based nets. Okay, so your users are primarily either a net control 
uh, or one of a group of net controls or the people just checking into the net. So let's take um, the net control thing first. How mm-hmm. would a net control, let's say you're a net control of your local net and you want to set up net logger uh, for your net, a club net, Aries net, what, Skywarn, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. How would a net control go about starting uh, to use net logger for that? And then um, how can some of those, like I said, backup net controls or, or alternates or or relays maybe or whatever uh, mm-hmm. help out with that? Sure. So the first thing, of course, is you got to install the software. You can go to uh, www.netlogger.org, um, and then there's a big fat uh, download button you can press. And uh, that'll bring up a, a window that lets you choose what version to uh, download. And it tries to be a little smart about it. The, the default in the window will be probably based on the um, computer that you're uh, visiting with. Um, but it's it's support. There's a version. There's a Windows version. There's a Mac version, and there's a Linux Linux version. Um, and if you're running a really uh, for Windows, it's only supported on Windows Vista or later, which is pretty old actually. But if you're still running Windows XP, you'd have the, there's still the very original ri- version written by Chris Gearhart still available, and that's the only version that you, it's going to work on uh, Windows XP. Anyway, you download it, um, install it, um, and then uh, once you start it up, uh, you'll see kind of uh, five big blue buttons near the top. And if you're the uh, NCS, you want to create a net. There's a one of the buttons that says "Create Net," and when you uh, when you click on that, it brings up a dialog, and you can give the net a name. Um, and then one of the, then there's a drop down box for choosing which server. In general, just go with the default uh, net loggers. Some there are there are actually three public servers, but the uh, NetLogger two and NetLogger three are reserved for. Uh, as I said, the two the two bigger nets, uh, NetLogger two is reserved for OMIS nets, and NetLogger three is reserved for thirty nine hundred five uh, Century Club nets. Um, so uh, you know, stick with the the primary NetLogger server. Um, the next thing that might be a little confusing is you, it sees a, a net password and verify password, and you might think, oh, you know, some kind of you need some kind of permission to do this. And no, anyone can do this. The purpose of the password is just to lock down the. Uh, you're the one who's creating the password. You know, you're, when you're creating the net, you're assigning this password to that net, and that lets potentially lets you um, give that password to other people who you want to give the ability to back you up or co-log with you. Um, but that's something you assign. It's not something you need to know to be able to use the software. Um, and then you, you'd enter, you know, the net control call sign and, and then other informational things that uh, are useful to other people who are monitoring the the frequency you're going to be on the uh, the mode you're using and you know the band and once you do that you know you click you click OK and that will create a net and that'll put you in the uh, the, the logging mode of the net um, and uh, so then then since you have since you're in logging mode you could you can enter um, call signs in the uh, table in the table in the check-ins table section of the net the the uh application near the top and basically you could just enter call signs and uh just hit return and uh and uh, just enter the people as they as they log in um i can go into more a lot more depth about that because there are aids like if you have a uh, qrz uh xml subscription you can add you can configure that and then it'll fill in 
you know, the names and all that stuff, uh, or you can manually enter that instead of just entering the call sign, you can enter in, you know, names, whatever information is important for your particular net. Um, and then once the net's going, when you just click on a particular line, it makes that, it highlights that line in pink. And that's kind of, that's, that tells other people who are monitoring the net who the current person is talking, or if, if it's a turn based net, who's, whose turn it currently is to make a call. Or some of that's just a way of keeping track of you know who the current you know uh, person is, and that's basically it for the person who's controlling the net. Um, you can, uh, as I said, if you if you want to have somebody else do it, then then when the uh, um, when they when they when they start monitoring the net, if somebody if somebody is comes in and, and, and instead of doing a crate net, they do a select net, which shows the list of all the current active nets. Um, you'd first start monitoring and then there'll be a button that says start logging and you can click on that and then it'll, it'll query you for the password, the net, that particular net's password. If that's been given to you by the NCS, either he uses a standard password he shares with the um, people he trusts or has some other way of giving that information to you in a somewhat secure manner, or there's actually a facility for giving the code logging ability to someone without having them to have to know the password um, that's probably a little beyond what we're going to cover on this uh, podcast right now, but there's documentation for that. But it allows other people to log for you, um, and uh, and that can get confusing if you try to do it sim- at, at the same time. You need to be kind of experienced if you want to ever do that. In most cases, it's kind of like the NCS is on, and then he says, "Hey, I've got an emergency. I've got to go do this, or um, you know, I got to get off because of you know." Uh, lightning or something and he'll tell the person you know can you take over and start you know start logging either temporarily or permanently and that's pretty much it for the people who are running the net that's a quick kind of a quick overview um all right very good so um you know you could hand that off to someone and and for some of these nets that may go on for you know days sometimes uh in uh, disaster relief that kind of thing you could just hand it off to the next net control instead of having to recreate the the list or copy it down all over again uh mm-hmm. just log in and and pick up where they left off right all right very good so that's how to set up a net now how about the people who are joining the net and want to get in on some of this social stuff they want to see what states are are on there what you know who's on today uh that kind of thing how do those individual net uh, check-ins access NetLogger to see all of that? Right. Um, so again, you install the software, and uh, then once you start running the running the program, the uh, leftmost big blue button says "Select Net," and when you click on that, that'll give you a list of all the current active nets. And in the evening, in fact, this particular time, that can be a lot. There's I mean, there's ten currently right now on NetLog. There are ten nets that are in progress, um, and it shows you basically the name of the net, what frequency they're on, what mode they're using, um, you know, what, you know, the bands, and, and and so you can tell from the name and from what you know what kind of net. It, it might give you a clue to what kind of net it is. Um, usually, you know, if it's a club, the, the first part of the net name will tell you what club it is. Like for instance, the um, Omus uh, 40 meter uh, single sideband net is on right now, and the 3905 40 meter you know, single sideband early net is, is on right now. So you know those two clubs are running nets, and those are, tend to be very big nets uh, with a lot of check ins. Um, 
they also have websites that give you you know background information on that net if you want to kind of figure out what's what's that net's about before you got involved in it but uh anyway you you click they'll give you this list you click on the you click on the line and then you click on uh, the button uh, monitor net and uh that will bring up this whole big uh you know check-ins uh table and it'll show you who's currently uh checked into the net and you might see a bunch of colors there's a you know there's a kind of a in the help documentation is a, a guide to what those colors might mean as i said the pink line is is the whose turn it currently is um and then there's uh you know there's there's a, a, a orange line there's for designated relays there's the darker purple line for the net, net control um the lines might be gray if somebody you checked in but then they have checked out um there's, anyway there's a bunch of color codes that kind of give you status and uh and it gives you a lot of information about all the people who are checked in. Um, and of course, you know, if you could, you could just be there just watching if you want for a while, but if you, um, want to actually, you know, really participate in the net, you need to actually get on the radio. And that information is there in, in, in the, uh, you know, at the top, it shows you what frequency they're on, the mode, and you get on the air and, uh, you know, check in with the NCS when they give you that, um, option because they'll, they'll, when that's first starting, they'll they'll be going through taking check-ins, and then periodically they'll maybe you know they may once every uh, twenty thirty minutes, or when they get through a certain number of people, they'll ask for more check-ins, and and you just uh, you know give give your call, and you'll be recognized. Uh, some of these bigger nets have a lot of relays, so which really helps when it's a, it's a statewide, I mean, a, a countrywide or even worldwide net. Um, the uh, you know you might not be heard by the NCS, but you might be heard by a relay, and uh, you'll, they'll check you, they'll check you in, and and then you can listen t- to see who you hear, and uh, you know take notation of that. So when it becomes your turn, you'll know who you know, you don't want to try to make a call to somebody you haven't heard necessarily, unless they're somebody you really want for you know some kind of award credit. But uh, but uh, you know, you must most likely want to make a, a contact with somebody you can hear well and and or you know and make that make that call and. Uh, and then that, that'll be your turn. And the cost for all of this is free. <laughs> and if you yep. order now, we'll throw in a second net low. Yeah. So uh-huh. it, it is all free. So and, and I believe you do um, accept some some donations for the servers. Is that right? Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I don't uh, get get any money. Uh, the it goes to the, the guy I mentioned before. Uh, Who's the server administrator and wrote off of the software, server software? Uh, John Dean. He's the uh, um, kind of the administrator of the NetLogger uh, funds, and, and it pays basically for. Uh, you know, we've got th- you know three. Or f- we have three public servers. We have f- a fourth uh, uh, debug and and, and uh, development server, um, and you know it costs money to you know there's monthly fees for hosting the this uh, the service, and it costs money to keep that going, um, and so you know they're. That's where the donations go to is to keep keep things going there, and that's on the uh, on the website there. So, mm-hmm. all right, well, that should give everybody an idea of, of what NetLogger is, what it does, how to go about using it. So, if you have a question about it, um, your chance to ask those is coming up next. Uh, you'll be able to uh, tweet us. In fact, you can send a tweet right now at HamTalk Live or. Uh, we'll start taking calls on Skype and on the phone line. That's 812-NET-HAM-1. And we'll start doing that right after this message right here on Ham Talk Live.
Whether you're traveling to a ham fest, a public service event, a radio club meeting, or you're even at work, on vacation, or at a sporting event, we want to see where you're having fun this summer. And to make it even more fun, take a picture at that place with Flat Hammy. Flat Hammy is a printable version of the Ham Talk Live mascot, Hammy, V-E-1-B-C-N. So just download the picture, print it out, and take it with you. Snap a picture with Flat Hammy in it, and then send it to us on social media or by email. The directions are right there next to Flat Hammy. And watch our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram feeds for fun pictures of Flat Hammy all summer long. To print out your copy of Flat Hammy, just go to our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram feed, or you can go to hamtalklive.com and click on the link to the show schedule. You'll see the link to Flat Hammy at the top of the page. Enjoy the summer with Ham Radio, Flat Hammy, and Ham Talk Live. Oh, yeah. You're talking ham radio, baby. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Join the conversation. Call us on voice with Skype at Ham Talk Live or give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live. Yeah, be sure to listen to uh, Ham Talk Live every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here at HamTalkLive.com. Also, check out our Facebook page, Twitter feed, and Instagram. Just search for Ham Talk Live. And it is now time for your call. So if you have a question or comment for John, call 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Or you can Skype us, just look for Ham Talk Live, and you can also tweet at Ham Talk Live. And uh, let me turn John's audio back on here. And we have a message from Eric Bunninger. And he says, NetLogger is great. Uh, keep up the good work. Any chance of an Android interface for the phone? And that's into KOJ. And he also says thank you for allowing him to be a beta tester. And uh, the King of Jersey is is, uh, is very uh, happy to use that. So uh, what do you say about the Android thing? <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, well, th- you know, thanks for that question from America. I, I, I know him well. Um, and uh, basically, there is another um, person I know of who has wanted to do that and has done some preliminary work on it, but... Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to continue with that. It happens a lot that people start and realize how big the project is and and don't complete it. Um, there's a chance that I might do it. The uh, the software that I uh, use, I, I develop in Qt, which lets me port it between Windows and Linux and uh, Mac OS. It does support Android, and I have compiled it once on put it on my phone, but it's it's pretty much unusable on on uh, Android. Uh, the way it currently is, it would have to, it would take a lot of uh, kind of rework for the uh, UI to work properly on a on a phone. Um, you know, I, I I can you know barely make it work with my with a pen. I have a Samsung Note four, and I have to use the pen to to be able to you know get precisely get to the loop you know dots to be able to make things work. It just you know be completely unusable the way it is right now. Um, and it would take a fair amount of work to really kind of make it a kind of an Android app that really. Would work but so i i can't promise anything there that but uh there is the possibility i'm just saying but it's not likely to be anytime in the near future 
Okay, so there you go, Eric. There's your answer, and thank you for uh, sending in the tweet. And if you have a question or comment about NetLogger, give us a call, 812-638-4261 is the phone number. That spells 812-NET-HAM-1. Or you can Skype us, just find Ham Talk Live, or you can tweet us uh, like Eric did at Ham Talk Live. And so we'll keep an eye on those here for the next uh, next few minutes. So uh, let's see here. Actually, James, KB7TBT has a... Oh, the chat window. Yeah, uh, he's asking about the chat window on Spreaker. And, yeah, that's in, in Spreaker, so I don't have any control over that, James. Um, it, we usually just take uh, take our um, um, take it by tweets, uh, rather. Oh, on NetLogger. Oh, 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 he's talking about NetLogger. Okay, so he's saying the, uh, the instant message window, uh, he's wondering if we might be able to rename that to chat window or, or something that might be a little less confusing to some people. That's hmm. what he's talking about, so... <laughs> Sorry, I thought he was talking about on on the show. So, uh, right. that's that's from uh, from James KB Seven TBT. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I, I think that uh, you know, there's kind of a history there, so people kind of know what it is. I, um, so, I, I my 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 inclination was to, be to say no right now. That it would stay where it is. I would eventually hope to replace, change it from aim to to just. I am um, because I, I, you know, one of my goals down the road is to change the way the protocol works so that instead of being a poll protocol, which only polls once every 20 seconds, and we can't increase that poll rate because it just overload the servers, uh, but uh, to a push protocol, which then would allow it to actually be a real true instant messaging. Um, and it also improve a lot of the other functionality if it, if it, uh, and, and consume less bandwidth too if if things weren't just constantly pulling for things that didn't, weren't necessarily changing at that higher rate but uh as far as changing it just to a chat name um yeah I'd, I'd probably lean towards no on that okay and you already answered the next question so <laughs> <laughs> carity Murray kd2gut says can the chat window on netlogger be more instant <laughs> So yeah, there's just, your answer, just, Karen, before you even got the question through. Yeah, I'll just, just expand a little bit on that. Just that, yeah, it, as I said earlier, the uh, we uh, cost money to run these servers. And it's amazing, even though it's just text, um, it, you know, that it, 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 uh, these are shared servers with are shared with much other users. And, and you have a, a, multiple nets running at, you know, hundreds of polls, you know, running at, at simultaneously. And it does actually take up some, you know, significant CPU time relative to the cost of running the server. So I've been told I can't increase the, uh, the poll time beyond 20 seconds right now. So it would change, it would take a change in the basic way the whole program worked to make that instant. And that's something I'm considering down the road, but it's a lot of work and not likely to happen anytime soon. Okay, John, thanks for your, your answers there. And uh, if you have a question or comment about NetLogger, uh, we still have a few minutes here. So um, give uh, John your question by calling 812-638-4261 or 
uh, give us a call on Skype at Ham Talk Live, or uh, you can uh, tweet us at Ham Talk Live as well, and we will get your question answered, hopefully. And uh, just checking all of those to make sure we're not missing anything here. Um, okay, so give us a call. Uh, we have about six minutes left here or so. Um, while we're waiting on, on some more questions here, um, what are um, some of the most common questions that you... Um, get about NetLogger? <laughs> well, it depends on who, who gets the questions because there is a support site, and uh, but John Dean tries to answer most of them before, you know, unless I, unless uh, it gets to be something pretty technical, in which case I, you know, I, might, I have to jump in. But uh, because some of the most common things is is just basic Windows things where they download and don't know where to find the file to do the install and. Uh, um, and just you know, basically, it's mostly mostly install-based questions and getting the software installed. Uh, so then, uh, the other other ones may be uh, you know, how to ex- export their contacts to another logger. Um, the the uh, NetLogger supports uh, direct upload of contacts to EQSL and Log of the World. So sometimes there are questions on that. Um, in particular, uh, setting up Log of the World because uh, that requires. Um, you know, certificates to be set up through the RWL, um, and uh, so there's sometimes there's some complications with that, and um, those are the kind of uh, questions I've typically gotten. Okay, very good. 812-NET-AM-1 is the phone number, 812-638-4261. You can give us a call and ask your question or leave a comment for John here. We have... Uh, and just a few minutes left, or you can tweet us um, or Skype us at Ham Talk Live. Um, now you've mentioned some of the bigger um, nets uh, that have been using NetLogger. Um, any any others that you want to mention? Hmm. Uh, there are, uh, I said, a lot of uh, one. You know, they run one net a day, or um, they run a net. Uh, you know, once a week, um, but uh, trying to think, uh, there's a, it's a, there are nets running almost 24 hours a day. Uh, it's kind of interesting because, like, I'm I'm involved in the in the Triple H net, which is um, which is the net I I kind of came across and discovered about nets when I first got my uh, ham license. Was uh, getting on late at night, and it's like, oh, there's a bunch of people talking here, and jumped in, and uh, so that was uh, the Triple H net is one that's one of the later nets because it comes on at uh, about 1 a.m. my time. Uh, it's 0700 uh, UTC, um, and uh, they go for two or three hours, so they cover most of the, most of the, most of the night. And uh, and then you know when, when they're going going off, uh, we have nets that pretty much are popping up early in the early in the morning. Or, you know, there are a lot of times like kind of coffee. Called coffee nets, where you know people are kind of getting up in the morning and getting on the radio, and people discuss the weather and stuff like that. Uh, um, uh, the three things that that you always talk about on ham radio: <laughs> weather, your garden, and your ailments. That that yeah. those are the three. That's the triad of ham radio, right there. So right, yep, yep. So yeah, you can almost always find a net 
on the running on NetLogger. Some of the, some of the dead times in the middle of the afternoon, actually, a lot of times the, the only net you might find might be the YL system. We run, as I said, pretty much all day long. Um, and uh, and now one of the things they, they used to close the net and open the net, but now sometimes they will just use the same net and, and transfer loggers and keep just keep the same net open. And actually, change you, know, you can change the name of the net, you know, dynamically. So at the end of two hours, they may change to the you know the the next uh, you know session that they have. Uh, I'm blanking on the name they use, but they they have you know in the morning they have uh, kind of sunshine type nets, and then in the evening they call them uh, moonbeam, and uh, you know, but they. Uh, I say they cover the whole day. Very good. Uh, now you you mentioned uh, all day long. Um, mm-hmm. Are there any uh, international nets? Are there any outside of the the U.S. Uh, that have been using NetLogger? Um, not based, you know, internationally. I've never seen a net that's you know based in Europe using the software. And actually, there's another reason. It, there's no reason it wouldn't work. Um, but again, at night, some of the forty meter nets, like Triple H net, um, you know, we encourage uh, participation from uh, international uh, contacts. And, and, and the Triple H net, we actually give priority to them. They will, if they can jump in, they will. It'll become their turn immediately. And and uh, if there's if there's somebody, and there's there's a, a a rare station, then uh, and we're willing to you know join the net and and become part of it. You know, they'll get a lot of calls from the members of the net to. Uh, to get that particular uh, contact, but uh, OMS also, you know, and and uh, you know, thirty nine five would would certainly actively would like to have uh, uh, international participation. But I've never seen a, a a a net based in Europe using NetLogger or any other part of the world. Right. Very good. Well, John, I, I think that covers uh, pretty much everything we had set out to do tonight. And so I thank you for coming on and uh, sharing all your knowledge uh, with us about NetLogger and um, hopefully some other nets uh, out there uh, can can make some use of this. And, and I've kind of been asking around my local uh, nets here uh, if we wanted to start doing that because it, it would really help uh, some you know, back channel communication between the net control and the backup net control, and um, you know, to where you could you could manage those things and multitask a little bit better. And um, so, I think we're going to give it uh, give it a shot at, at some point. So, uh, thank you for uh, writing that and coming on and telling us all about it. Oh, thanks again. Um, do you have a second just to say the other resources? Sure. Give some other resources. So yeah, if you have any other you know questions and stuff, there's there's the NetLogger website. There's a there's user forums and there's also support for you know answering specific problems. And then the actual under under the uh, application, if you click help, there's a contents and index. And there's a fairly thorough uh, you know documentation for all the features in NetLogger because there are quite a few uh, things that are useful to various people. So anyway, that's kind of what's there and thanks for having me on and i certainly yep. enjoyed and remind us of the url again uh www.netlogger.org okay netlogger.org and again uh, they will uh, accept donations for that to help run the servers but software is free the service is free so uh, get in there and give it a try so that is a wrap for this week's edition of ham talk live thanks to john marvin AC0ZG and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and calling in and come back next Thursday night 9pm Eastern Time that's when we're here 
right here at hamtalklive.com. And if you want to see who's coming up next uh, in the next few weeks, go over to hamtalklive.com, click on the schedule link, and you'll see the latest updates there. We're still kind of juggling uh, a few people around on different days over the next month and a half or so, but we've got most of that up there, so you can check that out. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. Thank you.